Welcome to the first episode of the Self Hack podcast. I'm your host Satya and today we are going to be talking about wage slavery, Friedrich Nietzsche and behavior design. Let's start with wage slavery. I've never had a job in the last 25 years. I don't think I will in the future either. My opinion is that jobs belong to the 20th century. There was an ever increasing number of factories that needed an ever increasing number of factory workers. So we trained them from a very young age through our schools, through our systems of training to make them into compliant workers. And that's where the jobs belong. Jobs belong to the 20th century. Not all of them. But if your job involves waiting for somebody's instructions before you can do and make things better, before you can go ahead and innovate, then your jobs belong to the 20th century and you can do better. This is the internet age. The gatekeepers are gone. The capitalist model works, but it's not for me and it's probably not for you. It seeks to turn you into a human commodity. And I don't think you want to be one. The capitalist model of growth seeks to find somebody who is the least skilled and yet able to perform a series of tasks. And they need the least skilled person because they want to pay him the least amount of money so that they can make the most amount of income, most amount of profit from his work. There is no individual incentive to make things better, to customize, to make things unique, to improve, to be more productive, to ship out faster, to empathize with the consumer. There's simply no incentive. And you're just a cog in a giant machine if your job is anything like this. Now I'm not saying everybody should quit and start doing their passion projects. It's not for everyone. We need wage slaves. We need people to... Pick up the phone when we call them up to tell them when our internet is down. But there are some of you out there who are listening to this and you guys aren't satisfied with the system that you find yourself in. And this is for you guys. There are some jobs that aren't really that bad. So if you have a job where you don't have a fixed instruction set, where you don't have a rigid standard of procedure, where you work on projects and missions rather than meeting spec, by all means, continue doing it. You are one of the outliers. You are not the norm. You have a good opportunity at your hand to make a difference. But for most of us, jobs mean a fixed instruction set. Jobs mean meeting the spec. Jobs mean doing the minimum without worrying about innovation, empathy or change. Job is about compliance. My problem with jobs is not that you are working under somebody or that you are following their orders. My problem is that you are trading your time for mediocre work. You are letting them take away your ability to innovate and improve and empathize with the people you seek to serve. Which is why you need to stop trading your time. Think of a guy who mows lawns. He could show up to your house with a faster lawn mower and he could get the job done faster and he could seek and serve more people than before. He has an incentive to do so. But what if he was tied into a process where he was only paid for his time? Why would he get a better lawn mower? Why would he cut your grass faster? A lot of you are stuck in the same situation. You cut grass for a living and you intentionally use a dull blade to do so. So what is the alternative? The alternative is to not think about jobs. The alternative is to think about projects and missions you seek to undertake. What are you trying to make better? What can you make better? What group of people are you trying to serve? What group of people can you serve? 
it's not about coming up with ideas for a business or ideas for a project it's about looking around the world and thinking how you can make things better for someone that someone could be you that could be your neighbor that could be a small community when you think of your work as a mission or a project there's no fixed standard of procedure there's no fixed instruction set that you can follow and get done it's ambiguous which is why it's hard and which is why it is beautiful because it leaves you room to empathize to innovate to express yourself through your work to create something that you can announce to the world but it's not easy doing things your own way it's not easy because you have the world's worst boss yourself while i was coming up with an outline for this episode i remembered a quote from frederick nietzsche in his book the spoke zarathustra it read something like this the worst enemy you can meet will always be yourself you lie in wait for yourself in caves and forests lonely one you are going the way to yourself and your way goes past yourself and past your seven devils I think it is a very appropriate quote for this situation. You will be your worst enemy when you are trying to do work that matters to you, when you are your own boss. You are going to be your biggest obstacle, you are going to be your biggest critic. And I struggle with this every day even while I'm creating this podcast. I worry about things I shouldn't be worrying about. I worry about my voice sounding too nasally. I worry about not saying the words in the perfect manner. There is no perfect. Perfect is impossible. But I still do it. Let's dissect what Frederick Nietzsche is trying to say here. Obviously, this is my own interpretation based on the context of the conversation we are having. You lie in wait for yourself in caverns and forests. We are our worst enemies. We are the biggest obstacle that we need to overcome. We are too self-critical. We self-sabotage. We doubt ourselves too much. If you are trying to do your own thing, you're going to have to get rid of you. Coming to the second sentence, you are going the way to yourself. When you are no longer following a spec sheet, when you are no longer receiving fixed instructions from a pointy-haired boss, you are left with ambiguity, you are left with opportunity, freedom. And what this freedom does is it leads you to self discovery it forces you to confront yourself to find out what you want to do how you want to do it who you are who you seek to serve what is going on in your life so no matter how self critical you are how self sabotaging you are how filled with doubt you are if you just continue working towards whatever it is that seems meaningful in the present moment you are going to discover yourself you are going to arrive at a greater self realization and that in itself is a huge reward coming to the third line that nietzsche wrote in this quote your way goes past yourself and past your seven devils my interpretation of this line is once you become self aware once you become more analytical about the world around you you have the opportunity to change not just yourself but the people around you So this freedom these actions that you undertake will allow you to go past yourself and past your seven devils When he talks about the seven devils my understanding is he's talking about virtues like working hard being honest serving others not being consumed by fear or jealousy 
we are going to be a huge obstacle to our progress and it is only action that can lead us to self-realization and that self-realization will lead us to self-improvement and in order to improve the self you need to get rid of your seven devils you need to get rid of procrastination you need to get rid of your addictions your vices so how do we do that how do we become more productive how do we waste less time how do we exercise more how do we get healthier how do we get more punctual and conservative with our time i'm either the best person to talk about this subject or the worst person to talk about this subject because i struggle a lot with procrastination and managing my time maybe because i struggle so much with the subject anything that works for me is bound to work a lot better for the rest of you guys or maybe i'm the worst person to talk about productivity and time management because I'm far from being very efficient with my time and my procrastination habits are very very severe. Anywho I'm still going to touch up on the subject maybe you'll get some inspiration for digging further. I recently read the book Tiny Habit by Dr BJ Fogg. Dr BJ Fogg is a leading behavioral design expert. He also runs a behavior design lab at Stanford University. But that's a slightly lengthy topic which I think I'd reserve for the subsequent episodes in this podcast series. For now the keyword is behavior design. Look it up, read some research papers if you can. It's a really interesting field of study. Moving on, uh as I mentioned I struggle with some of the things that I mentioned especially about uh, being self-critical and self-doubting and not being able to manage my time and procrastinations and expectations and aspirations. I'm a flawed human being like most of you out there listening to this. And I've come to realize the quest for perfect stops us from becoming who we should be. And our ego, our self-importance is most of the time at least in my case is what's forcing me to become perfect. And it's impossible to become perfect. So what ends up happening is I stop taking action. I stop shipping. I stop reaching out. I stop showing up with my work. The alternative is to focus on better. Start doing and start iterating over your work. Iterations are what are going to lead to truly incredible change. Statistically speaking, there's a great chance that your first podcast episode won't be great or your first business idea won't be great. But if you are even mildly rational and don't continue to make the same mistakes over and over again, there's a good chance that with iterations you'll arrive at something that is truly great. So let's assume for a second you are sold on the idea that wage slavery is bad and that you are a wage slave and you wish to stop being one. How do you go about freeing yourself from wage slavery? There are no right answers. It all depends on who you are, what skill sets you possess, what change you are trying to make in this world. But if I were forced to give you a map, if I were forced to give a simplistic view of the world which is not simple at all, this is what I can come up with. There are two things you can do. You can either create a product or you can create a community. Do you possess the skills to create a product? Are you a programmer? Are you an engineer? Are you somebody who can make things that people want? 
or are you somebody who can show up consistently and create a community and create a following and serve people in a specific group basically it's all about serving people you need to find a group of people that truly care about what you have to do or say and either give them a product that makes their life better or give them a community that adds value to their life the number one reason why this is hard and why it seems hard most of all is because we are addicted to instant gratification when you're working in a instruction based job you get your instructions you either followed them or you didn't you have your results in front of you especially with the internet and social media and countless websites online we are used to instant gratification we want results we want answers and we want them quick but the path of not being a wage slave is ambiguous it has no straight answers it has no quick answers it asks you to show up every single day even when things are not going your way and that's the hard part that's the part where your self doubt and self critical thinking is going to ask you to stop to ask you to find something else to do this is where your fear will ask you to conform and ask you to become a wage slave but remember only when you are not trading your time and only when you are not following a fixed set of instructions is when you can truly grow is when you can truly find out who you are and there's no price too high for self realization so to conclude this podcast wage slavery is bad stop trading your time start working on projects and missions instead of fixed standards of procedures and instruction sets get rid of your pointy head boss perfect is impossible iterations are what matter find out what product or service you can create or what community you can serve instant gratification and addiction to it are your biggest obstacles apart from yourself Look up behavior design specifically Dr BJ Fogg's behavior design model it would help you get a better understanding of how your brain works with new habits and hopefully you would be able to overcome your behavior patterns as a consumer of things and become a producer In the next episode of the Self Hack podcast we will be talking about behavior design cognitive overload and how you can get over addictions I struggle with smartphone addiction. I'm addicted to the internet and if I'm able to conquer that, I'll be 100x more productive. So we'll touch upon these very interesting subjects in the next episode, so tune in. We will be publishing that on the next Monday.